Luck High Five, episode 529. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are furious about winter or you don't experience <laughs> winter, we are here for you. I don't experience winter like on a fundamental level. <laughs> Just not oh, experiencing you're it. You're refusing to experience yes. winter. Precisely. It is around you, but you are declining mm-hmm. to participate. Yep, that's right. Respect. Uh, <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And the reason we're talking about winter on the show today is because we're leaving all that behind us. Yes, we are. This is our spring, spring break, break episode. <laughs> what does that mean? We're just going to, we're. it's all games all the time. We're just hanging out, having a good time. Exactly. We're going to play a bunch of randomizers. Yes. We're going to have some story time with Megan. Yes. We're going to, I'm going to open my first ever secret lair that I have ever ever purchased ever baby's first secret lair baby's first secret lair um we're going to play a bunch of flavor text theater games including the brand new as of last episode cast reanimate kill yep (laughs) this turned out to be a good game exactly great game you know we're just going to we're just going to try and leave reality behind that's right we're kicking back we've got our toes in the sand and the sun is on our minds you know (laughs) And hey, what's on your mind? <laughs> the sun. The sun. <laughs> <laughs> Just think, I mean, like, look, here in Minnesota, this is right now our eighth, as of this moment, eighth snowiest winter ever. <gasps> to happen in Minneapolis and it just keeps and it's snowing. it's just that it keeps going. It just keeps we going. Are, it is mid-March. Yeah. It is not the beginning of March. It is mid-March and it snowed yesterday. And the day before. And the day before. And it's supposed to snow this Friday. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I strike that from the record. Stricken. It is stricken. And you know what? We're just kind of done with it here. We're so done with it. So we I wanted can't. to have a, you know, a daiquiri yeah. on the beach and that's what this episode is for your ears it's a daiquiri on the beach for your ears yes so sit back and sip this daiquiri for your ears <laughs> don't put a daiquiri in your ears this is not a medical podcast no <laughs> it's that's gross but thank you everybody who supports us on patreon.com slash glhf magic uh we love you so much uh you keep this show happening yes you keep those ears drinking down those sweet sweet dacks uh and Thank you specifically to this week's new patron, Chris. Yay, Chris. Thank you so much, Chris. More like Chris Kringle, am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Magic Santa Claus. You've Santaed us this week big time. This episode's for you, Chris. This episode's for you, the whole thing. But as always, if you want to claim some specific part of it, you can can head on over to our patron-only Discord. It's a great place. uh, And let us know which part of this episode is yours specifically. Um, If you want to join our fam, you can. It just takes like five minutes, probably less than that, probably like two Two five mins, Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. Get on our Discord. Right now, yes. I'm looking at a really cute comic somebody shared on our Discord, which yes, is about from, uh, cute cute cards yeah, it from is Cardboard Crack. You know? Also, maybe you're one of those people who's like, what if Twitter really does die? What am I going to do? And I'll <laughs> tell you that my answer already is Discord. Yeah, it's gotta because be. Because I already check Discord all the time. It it's is great. It is my new checking social media is just going to discord where instead of seeing people say dumb things on the internet that you don't know that I don't know I get to see people I know and like talk about things I am interested in incredible truly incredible wow join our family everybody we'd love to have you and get an episode dedicated to you next time Um, we also want to say thank you to card kingdom yes we love them card kingdom card kingdom.com slash glhf the place to go to kill your winter blues absolutely you know little retail therapy for the next one it doesn't snow on friday exactly <laughs> for when it does when it doesn't snow on friday i will not will be not going be to going to card to purchase kingdom. things to make me feel better about it yeah absolutely <laughs> you can get whatever you want there the complete bundles up there available now i know a lot of people are having kind of trouble finding these card kingdom's got them Ooh. Uh, so you can check that out um they're beautiful i have one and it's the greatest position i've ever owned um you can <laughs> sell them cards you get a sweet rate if you turn your cards into Ooh. store credit that kind of thing. They sell you singles. Yeah. Foil out your commander deck, etc. Um, so just go to there, cardkingdom.com slash DLHF. Let's kick off this episode of some spring with some spring break vibes from the randomizer. Uh, Maria, I'm gonna show you an art that <laughs> does not have spring break vibes. <laughs> oh, can, is this the opposite of spring this, break vibes? Uh, this is not I it just is is simply not. Here okay. we go. <laughs> 
this creature is on spring break. Yeah, this creature is on spring break. It's super hungover wow. from partying too hard. What is this card? I don't know, Maria. Tell us okay, about what you're seeing so here in this, this art. Um, how can I even begin? I want to say it looks kind of Phyrexian. It's a, it's a portrait of a, lar- of a large, I don't know how big it is. <laughs> it's like a weird, creepy bug thing with spheres coming out of its back. Weird, like, snaky rope. Like, it looks like uh, the hair, hair of snakes, but it's like a skirt. Uh, it's some kind of robot bug situation. It has mandibles and teeth and green glowing eyes. Yeah. Everything else is black and white. Yeah. What on earth is this card? Well, what do you think it is? Okay. I think this card is called, um, (laughs) bug in a rug. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's a, it's an artifact, but it has a green activated ability. Um, and it's green act. It's what's like a, it's like a little two one. It's tiny. Um, but for green, um, you can go and <laughs> find a swamp out of your deck. Wow. Okay. Just forever. That's a repeatable effect. Yeah. It's really wow. busted. That is busted. <laughs> um, well, this is an artifact. It's called Anadette Lurker. Here you can you can oh. see it here. It is a five mana artifact creature. It's a three three. When it is put into a graveyard from play, you gain three life. The end. What is this from? Uh, it is from Fifth Dawn. Weird looking card. It is a very weird card. I've never seen a card that was no color except for yeah, one it part is, of it's it. It's in like grayscale except for its eyes. Um, illustrated by Jeff Easley. All right. I'm going to give you another uh, real creeper here for okay, your great. Scryfall Let's start random. off with a creepy spring break. Creepy spring break on the way. Look at this. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, all right. What I'm seeing is what can only be described as a, a skeleton hydra. Yeah. It's or a Cerberus? Yes. Cerberus? Or a Cerberus because it has three heads and it does look a little bit more dog-like. Yeah. Um, and it is also in front of a, a headstone. Yeah. Um, so it is a giant skeleton dog with including a long tail, three heads, which have like human skulls on yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, the rest of it looks great. like dog, but the skulls are human skulls. Human skulls on that um, dog. And one is like looking out at the, like looking into the distance. One is looking directly very closely at the gravestone and one is kind of gazing off into the distance. What is the name of this card? Um, this is, <laughs> I'm going to tell you the first thing that came to Great. Mind. That's what I want. Number one thought that no thinking, just saying, you know what I mean? Loyal Bonehound. <laughs> <laughs> Great name. Great name. What I think the name I'm going to tell you something. Is. Bone is in the name. So oh, you're going to get amazing. a point for that. All right. Um, I'm going to say that this is a black creature. It's going to be three and a black for a three, three. And, um, you can pay, um, five, we'll say five in a black and exile mm. two creature cards from your graveyard to return it to the battlefield. Well, let me just tell you something. If we had a, you know, randomizer award for closest to getting it right, I think you would win for this. Oh, this card is Boneyard Aberration for four in a black for a three, three. Like you oh. said, Oh, creature skeleton dog. Wow. Uh, when it dies, exile it. If you do conjure three cards named reassembling skeleton into your graveyard. Wow. You see, you got the reassembling yeah. skeleton part of it even in there. Oh my goodness. Wow. I think that like three and a black for a three, three is like the closest that I've ever come. Like yeah, that is. That's really good. Very close. This All card right. is from Jumpstart Historic Horizons. Uh, so that's why you might not know it. Yeah. Off the top of your head. All right, Maria, we're just going to roll right into another one. We're doing more because <laughs> today more. is spring break. It's spring break, baby. Let's just look at some art. I mean, look at this art. This is, this Ooh, is some this sick is art, This is nice. Man. Okay, yeah. we're seeing a woman uh, with really cool armor. Uh, looks like from Kamigawa. Has bones in her hair. Uh, arms outstretched against a red background. What is that? She's got like a hammer. Of some description, she has two yeah, weapons, okay. one in each hand is like a, some kind of hammer or something outstretched, ready, and they've got energy lines around them like they're activated. Yeah, Maria, tell me, what do you think this card does? Yeah, this is a red card, and I, it looks like, you know, it feels like Monastery Swift Spear kind of vibes. Oh, it does really have Monastery Swift Spear vibes. I'm going to say this is going to be a 2-1 for 3 um, with haste, um, and it can't block. 
Wow. All right. So it is a two one. Oh. Uh, this is from Dragons two of Tarkir. Vibes. Oh, yeah, sure. She, yeah, it's, that's more. She looks more like Tarkir. Yeah. A uh, Colligan Aspirant. Okay. One in a red for a creature human warrior. It's a two one. Whenever it becomes blocked by a creature, it deals one damage to that creature. Wow. Pretty yeah. close. This was like quite a good card, I remember, in an aggro red deck in Dragons of Tarkir. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Here's your next card. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it is enormous crab. It's enormous crab. He's so big. He's the biggest crab that ever lived. He has two enormous crab arms in the front. Um, he's standing over a boat, which shows you just how big he is. He is crab. Al will become he, crab. He is crab, yes. What is the name of this card? Um, ooh, I'm gonna say this is going to be this is gonna be Giant Homerid. Uh-huh. Uh, is the name of this card, and it is ooh, I'm gonna go with uh three blue blue for a 5-5, five, five. Um, but when it enters the battlefield, you have to return a permanent you control to its owner's hand. Wow, you named this card, but didn't name it, but also you named it. <laughs> because this is Giant Crab. Oh my goodness! The OG! The wow. OG! Giant Crab, 3-3 three, three for 4 and a blue. Blue, Giant Crab gains Shroud until end of turn. Wow, all right. <laughs> Yeah. I feel very good about that. There's giant crab. That giant was very crab. close. Very close. Giant crab. Giant crab of giant crab fame. They're <laughs> on the randomizer. Unbelievable. Oh my goodness. I'm not going to show you that one because that one's just like, that one was too gross for me. Ooh, too gross for spring break. It was too gross for spring ba break. Spring bake. Spring bake. Oh, Ooh, spring bake sounds great. Ooh, it's yeah. where you're on spring break, but you just bake, you know? <laughs> Um, all right. Grown-ups need a spring break too, you know. We really I'm just really saying do. I'm just um, saying. Okay, here we go. This is here's here's this boy. Perhaps you remember him. Oh, he's so cute. Um, I you know, it's triggering some memory in me, but I can't remember what it <laughs> I is. I was just gonna say he's triggering. Oh, he's <laughs> well, triggering. well, look at him. He's this is a robot that steam is coming out him because he's just going too hard. Yeah. He's going ham and the steam's coming out. Yep. Uh, he didn't have enough oil in those gears. Uh, he's got uh, mace hands. Yeah. One hand's a mace, one hand's a drill. He's got spiky little feet. Yeah. Um, and he's got some sweet uh, chains behind him. Yeah. His face is a furnace. His face is a furnace. Y'all ever have furnace face? Oh, this guy's got furnace mm. face big time. Big time I've furnace been, face. I've been said to have resting furnace face. This card oh. is named um, Furnace furnace um, Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Furnace Bro. You're going to, um, yeah. Artifact, wow. uh, obviously, it's like a 1-1. One, one. Uh, and when you can pay red from the graveyard, to exile it and draw a card. Oh, this is Iron Bully. Oh, uh, well. From War of the Spark. It's three mana for a 1-1 one, one artifact. Uh, with Menace, when it enters the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature. That's right. Yeah. Iron Bully. What a we remember weird this name guy. for a card. It is a weird name. Did you play this card? Do you know what? I remember people were playing it sometimes in War of the Spark, but not really. And you weren't like, oh. But you weren't going to be. You know, you weren't, you weren't excited about it. All right, here's your next. Here's okay, your next. Art. I'm so excited. <laughs> what is this? What is this? Okay, <laughs> we're we're looking out over a field. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a yep. field. There's like um, there's been some like rows that have been dug in this field. There's what looks like maybe a path cutting through it and a little rabbit. There's the cutest oh, yeah, little, tiny little, little rabbit. There's two people in this field and one of them is sitting on the back of a giant snake dragon. It's, it's really not a cool. dragon because it doesn't have There's wings. There's no wings involved it's here. It's an enormous snake. Uh-huh. But it's also, it has a dragon face. Yeah, dragon. I've, I've been told <laughs> I have a dragon face. There it is. There it is. Um, and big spikes on its tail. And one of the people is just like sitting on the back of this dragon. Yeah. And the other one's just standing there like, leaning on its little chill. hoe. Super chill. Super chill. Like, exactly. This dragon's just here. This dragon's here. Um, I'm going to say that we're going to call this this um ooh um we're gonna call this <laughs> hmm uh tilling worm very, tilling worm is the very name of this good. card you're very close um, you're, tilling you're worm. terrifyingly close <laughs> honestly and it's uh two and a green for a uh 
to a little, just a little like two to worm. But when it enters the battlefield, you can go and search your, um, you can search your library for a planes oh. and put the planes into your hand. I'm getting scared by how close you are getting on these cards. <laughs> the name of this card is Harvest Worm, wow. which is basically oh killing worms. That's basically correct. <laughs> it is one in a green. For a 3-2, so almost oh, correct. Wow. And the, yes, it has a land ability. When it enters the battlefield, sacrifice it unless you return a basic land card from your graveyard to your hand. Wow. <laughs> wow? That's weird. What a strange card. What set is that Weatherlight. From? Okay. Weatherlight. And was included, <laughs> by the way, in the World Championship decks from 1997. Wow. I know because they printed it as one of, you know, back in the day, you could get the World Championship deck. You could yeah. buy it as non-tournament legal gold border cards. Uh-huh. And this was included. So this was in a World Championship deck. I don't know if they did the top eight or whatever, but wow. somebody played this card and did very well and at did very well the World Championship that. in 1997. That's nice for them. I was just going to say, wow. wow, this card is real trash, trash nightmare, but like apparently not, not in 1997. You know if you have ways to put lands in your graveyard, it was good enough. Yeah. Wow. I mean, things were different in the nineties. <laughs> uh, this is the flavor text. The worms weave. <laughs> what does that mean? And it's not talking about the worms hair. It just says that's, it's an elvish expression, meaning plowed fields. Huh? The worms weave. All right. How are your fields? Well, the worms, the worms weave, weave them. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, I guess they've been plowed. Uh, all right. Thanks, elves. <laughs> wow, some really cool cards yeah. on the randomizer this The art week. on that last one, you all have to go look up Harvest Worm. It's pretty it cool. Is very cool. And I love the rabbit. Ste- There's uh, cool Stephen rabbit L. Welsh. There. Yeah. Yeah. Before we go to our next segment, Megan, I want to ask you, what do yeah. you think is the most spring break card in all of Magic the Gathering? Okay. As soon as you asked me this, I had an answer. And Great. the answer is Oko. <laughs> Explain yourself. Look, you don't think that Oko is like... On like, spring break? Oko went to one year of college, but he hit spring break of his first year, <laughs> went on spring break, and never came back. <laughs> That's Oko's vibe. That is definitely Oko's vibe. Oko has the vibe of just Mm -hmm. like, baby, I got to spring break and And I I never left spring break. (laughs) What was Oko studying their first year? Was he like, just like, I'm just doing generals? Uh, Yes. Oko was 100% undeclared. (laughs) Undeclared major. Went in. Hit spring break. Was like, I don't need this. I love that. Okay. Well, the correct answer is... Galia of the Endless Dance. Oh, okay. <laughs> Galia of the Endless Dance is... Pretty spring break. <laughs> very spring break. If you have an, a choice for most spring break card of magic, please let us know. You can tweet at us at GLHF Magic with the hashtag... Wow. Spring break. Spring MTG, break. Um, to let Galia us know. Galia is absolutely but the most spring break. Look at her partying. I was just thinking it. I was like, what is the most spring break card? And this instantly popped into my head. And I was so curious wow. if it would also yes. pop into your head. Oko, great answer as well. Just let us know, everybody out there. What is your choice for spring break card? Yeah. And if you were to make an entire spring break deck, I mean, Ooh. would Oko like be your commander and then you built around it? Although yeah. then you couldn't play Galia the, the Endless Dance. Then you can play Galia. But I think yeah. it's, you think you got to play this card. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. In that kind of deck. Anyway, let us know. I'm curious. <laughs> All right. It is time for Baby's First Secret Lair. Here it is. Yes. I love its slim packaging now, right? Now they it's have so much them better. just in these little envelopes. Yeah. Uh, this is the Secret Lair Roadshow Edition. Look at the kitties. Look at the kitties. This is from MagicCon uh, Philadelphia and is the very first Secret Lair I have ever had or yes. opened. This is it, everybody. Is You're it witnessing the first Secret Lair opening. <gasps> Oh my goodness. And it includes a card. If you're like, I already know what's in there. There's all, there's a special no, card. No, there's always a special there's card. There's always a secret, secret lair card the in there. Secret. Um, oh, look at this little envelope. I know. There's a little all thank right. you card oh, in there. cute. Which is really nice. All right. I'll Here we go. Up, everybody. So you can see that was in there. Thank you. Ooh, this little paper wax packaging is nice too. Yeah. All right. Here we go. <gasps> Pulmonic Sliver. Ooh. Oh, I think that this is my secret. That's card. your secret this card. Yeah, secret that's your card. secret. Oh, do you know what? Pulmonic Sliver is gross. What does that card do? It's uh, all slivers. All sliver creatures have flying. All slivers have, if this permanent would be put into a graveyard, you may put it on top of its owner's library instead. Ooh, okay. That's OP. Hey, that's really good. 3-3 three, three for a 3-white-white. White. So there's that Sliver Commander deck that's coming out. 
I wonder yeah. if you would want to put oh, like this, put this guy in friend it. in there. All right, foil. here we go. Oh, they're so cute. Here we have Felidar Sovereign. Look so at how cute. cute this cat is. It's so a little, cute. It's a little cat on a little throne. This thro- this Look cat this. is king. Look at this kitty. Look, <laughs> Look at, at this the kitties. Um, all right, here we go. Ooh, violent outburst. This is maybe my favorite from this set. It's, it's so beautiful. hard to pick, but this is where the three kitties are having a playtime. <laughs> One of them has a stuffed fish. They have yarns. Oh, it's so good. God, look at the kitties. Look at the kitties. Look, you could play Violent oh. Outburst in the Galia yes. uh, in Spring the Galia Break deck. deck. <laughs> See? We have Lord Windgrace, of course. Yeah. Look at him with his little ceremonial. He has a ceremonial necklace and a ceremonial staff. I love it. Oh, Lord Windgrace. He's so cute. Um, and then we have, of course, Descendants Path. All these kitties on a little path. Those kitties you know, are singing memory from wow. cats. This is so cute. This is the cutest secret lair that exists oh, there. Is, I said it. Uh, do you know what? I am glad that this was my secret lair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this, this is, is just This is correct. my first secret lair and it just feels right. Um, what am I? I think I'm probably just going to get a little frame. I know. They're just the four a, of them adorable. in the frame and hang it in my home. Yeah, absolutely. So that I can just look at them just because at the they're kitties. so cute. Minneapolis the kitties. has its own secret lair, everybody. Yeah. yeah. So if you're coming to MagicCon, Minneapolis tickets are now on sale May 5th through the 7th. And it's got its own called... Um, uh, legendary flyers. Because yeah. it's based on like band, band flyers. Band posters. Yeah, it's... it's um. Got a lot of cards like Phage the Untouchable is in it. There's yeah. four of them. And uh, they're done up like really cool con- pon- concert posters. What we were saying is very posters. cool because Minneapolis has a very long history as like a great live music town. Yes. We have First Avenue, which is an incredible music venue. No big deal. Um, where Prince played. You no can- big deal. Maybe if YouTube, you know, YouTube takes it down, um, but then people put it back up of Prince <laughs> playing Purple Rain at uh, First Ave. Sick. Which is amazing if anybody Highly recommend have you ever get the chance to see a concert at first Ave? everybody just you go. need to take it it's yeah one of the greatest it's concert so, venues that exists it's so great it's not very big no it's, it's not quite small it's my favorite place to see a show because yes. it's so intimate no matter where you are you've got a great you view of the stage mm-hmm. it's standing room only which i love because i hate sitting at concerts because i'm like <laughs> excuse me why did i come to this it was, certainly wasn't to sit down and listen to a song i can do that at my home thank you very much <laughs> It's got a pretty sweet balcony situation. Yeah. Anyway, love first half. Um, Great. So excited place. for the con coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, for the kitties during the pro tour, I went down during a break and I ran into the con area and stood in line and got the kitties. And people were kind of like staring at me because I was... <laughs> I was dressed up and I had like my IFB hanging out of my ear and like my <laughs> microphone on and stuff. Anyway, but nothing will come between no, us and the kitties. Nothing will stop us exactly. from the kitties. The kitties. And now it's time for story time with Megan. All right, Maria. Um, we're talking about the Brothers War episode four of uh, of the Brothers War. No, I mean, oh, I was like. <laughs> Of what do you mean? Like, Six, I just like said, four oh, of four of five. Five. Okay, <laughs> so four. four I literally five. just said I the just, brothers were. Um, yes, four of five. We're almost at the end. So these are the ones where we've seen the past, right? Urza and Mishra's big war. Yep. Last story time, we talked about the opening, like siege of Krug, um, and some of the young soldiers fighting in that, and the giant dragon engines just burning everything to a crisp. Uh, and this time we are seeing the war from some of the side of some of Mishra's forces. Um, but this is decades into the, this is like 10 plus years into the war, like 20 plus Ooh, years into the war at this point. War. The war went on for forever and ever and ever until Urza blew everything up with the Silex. Okay. Which is what Teferi is going back in time looking for, right? Right. Because they want to make a new Silex so that they can take it to Phyrexia and blow up Phyrexia. Um, wow. You know? What a plan. What a plan. <laughs> the Phyrexians are making trouble. Let's go blow them all up. Hey. Um, but I'm just going to sum up episode four as war is bad. Yeah. I think, um, uh, that's generally, great. That's yeah. great. Um, episode four has a real, like, if you if you read World War 
any World War fiction or historical accounts, <laughs> you've basically read this. Okay, okay. <laughs> because it's just like, look, man, we're living in the trenches and stuff is bad. Yeah. Uh, which I do appreciate, right? Because it is all about like the just like the rank and file soldiers. Um, so there's the one kind of like uh, Farid is his name and he's like the main character of it. But he's just a soldier in the trenches. He's like basically like years ago, we kind of took you know, we advanced really far towards Krug and now this is many years later, we've been pushed back and we're here sitting in a trench and the Argivians Urza's or yeah, Urza's forces are like across a big field and in their own trench. Here we all are. Wow, trench, trench warfare, warfare is a really across all the multiverse. Is very bad and trench warfare, especially right. All these people are just like in the trenches. Um, so a lot of it is just like day-to-day life in the trenches, man. Wow. Um, he's there. He's like making some stew in a helmet. Uh. Um, <laughs> there's like some people moving by and they're moving out because reinforcements are coming in um, and some reinforcements come in and they're all like literally like 15 year old soldiers. Yeah. And a bunch like some of I them. I mean, are- if this is a decades long exactly. war, that's yes. what you grow up and that's what you are doing. That's just your yeah. life. That's what it is. And it's like, right. He's like, I was basically a child when the first people started fighting this war and now I'm fighting in it. And like these children weren't even born when this war started and here they are arriving to wow. fight in this war. Incredible. Bad times. Bad times. Big time. Um, bad times. Yeah. And so some of the kids are like, a lot of them are just like terrified, you know, and quiet. And then some of them are like, you're, we haven't taken more ground because you're all cowards. And he's like, you can right. call me a coward kid. I don't freaking care. All right, care. kid. Get <laughs> sure, good, you man. know what I mean? Get exactly. good. Exactly. Right, but a lot of it is also about how the people actually fighting a, a war are just like at the whims of the rich, powerful people who are yeah. making them fight it. So no one's happy with Urza or Misha. They're like, boo, these guys. Here we are fighting Here we are this fighting war. their war. They're like angry brothers war their angry <gasps> brothers war uh anyways so a bunch of new replacements come in and they're like oh we know that they're gonna order us to attack soon and they're like we really don't but want we're to over attack. it we're over it and also a few days before the attack they go up and they see marching through our mishra's forces right there's like the regular rank and fire file soldiers which we're seeing here there's like the dragon engines and the big mechs and stuff like that yeah. that they sometimes used to fight and then mishra also is messing around in bad territory, making what they're called they call here transmogrants, which are corpses melded with machinery. Wow, disgusting and terrifying. Sounds very Phyrexian, honestly. And yes, and it is, of course, early Phyrexian sort of mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, and even all of the soldiers on Mishra's side, including these ones that were following in this story. Watch them march, and they're like, this is disgusting and unnatural, and it's really (laughs) bone-chilling. Well, yeah. (laughs) Um, And so it's basically like, it's just like corpses that have been hauled off the battlefield, or people who refuse to get conscripted into the war get turned into transmogrants. Bad times, man. Have I ever asked you if you could have a machine part of your body, what would you choose and why? I think that we did talk about this. I feel like you wanted an extra arm. I think I did say an extra arm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. A grabby arm. Exactly. With great strength. Someone drew it, remember? Someone (laughs) drew me with my scorpion arm. (laughs) And what was yours? That's right. I don't remember. What was your scorpion arm? I was trying to think about it. I'm like, but I think it was me. The first thing that it came to me was that I would have a little um, microwave in my stomach so I could just (laughs) heat my own food up real fast without having to go into the kitchen. (laughs) Microwave stomach. You just pop it in there, oh pop it out, and eat. Great. <laughs> One stop microwave shop. stomach. <laughs> I'm gonna put my hot pop, hot pockets in there for, uh-huh. for my arena coats. Yep. Pull them out, eat, and get yep. my Vivian on the hunt deck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they're all like, "This is disgusting and terrible." And so it's like before the attack, before they're ordered to attack. One night, um, Farid and his like his friend that he's been in the trenches with, and then like one new guy who's a longtime veteran who's like, "Yeah, I fought back when Krug was first attacked." Whoa. Um, and he, I like lost an eye, and I thought that I was done with the war, but here I am again. Boo war. Yeah. Um, and then one very young, like fourteen-year-old new recruit kid. Um, they all sneak out at night. Um, with one of the officers' permission, and they go across the no man's land between the trenches, and they hide in, in like an old ornithopter, like a gutted ornithopter, um, and they put out a little white flag, and some Argivians, Argivians, anyways, they come 
and meet them there and they trade supplies. Oh. And they all have like a nice time. And he's like reminding you like that it's hey, like one of those what? moments again that it's like it's not the battle. It's not between me and you. Yeah. It's like these these jerks, you know, up top telling us that we have to fight each other. And so they tell them, they're like, hey, we're getting ready for an attack. There's been a bunch of trans mulgrins coming in. And they're like, oh, yeah, we know that you're ready for an attack. Um, uh, Thanos is bringing a bunch of mechs in. Uh, and then sure enough, the next day there's like a big, right, they're ordered into battle. They cross the trenches. And there's like, the Argivians aren't there they retreated back. Mm-hmm. And so they are like, they're able to survive the fight because there wasn't really a fight and take the trench. And then the Argivians that they met left like a little piece of wrapped chocolate that says, thank you. Like Aww. a little note that says, thank you on it. Um, so we could all just be chilling really in have to buy if yeah. we wanted to play Mario Kart. Exactly. Some people did buy, die in the battle, but not as many as could have. And then of course, sure enough, we later see um, Teferi appear in this battlefield at night and he's like, this is awful. Look at all the, like is so many dead people yeah. dying in this war. And also it's not the right moment. He's like trying, he's again, trying to find the moment for the Silex when he can see it. He um, just so needs he somebody to pull, is someone to pull it out so he can just yoink exactly. it. Exactly, so he can yoink it. No, I think so that he can, they can better understand the Silex before making one, right? At this point, they haven't really made it. Because they can't take it because that oh, would... And they also don't know how it works. Line. Exactly. I think it's that they don't know how it works. Sure. So he doesn't know how to activate it. So he's trying to find the moment before Urza activates it so they can find the out how on to... on button. Exactly. He's like, how do I turn this thing on? <laughs> I need to travel. I need to travel <laughs> through time. Thousands of years back in time to watch Urza... <laughs> Turn, turn on, on the, the Silex so that I know how to turn it on. Um, but he's Great. like, it's really hard and I'm running out of attempts to do this, right? Yeah. Uh, um, and then he's like on this battlefield and he sees some really spooky transmogrants there. Um, that is spooky. Exactly. That are that are very spooky. And he, they try to grab him, but luckily, you know, he's just a little time ghost in their time. He's like, shoom, bye. Yeah. All right, so he's got one more opportunity to find out how to turn on the silence. Exactly. Where the power button Where is. Where the power button is. <laughs> Before we wrap up Brothers War Storytime. Yeah. Wow. And then we'll talk all about what's happening on Phyrexia right now. Love how it, how it melds mm, itself into Phyrexia, honestly, through this yeah. story, too. Ooh, the transmogrants? Yeah. Bad, bad news. That's kind of cool. I never knew that those were wandering around back yeah. then. That's creepy. Spooky and gross. <laughs> Okay, everybody, we're about to play Good Luck High Five's hottest new game, Cast, Reanimate, Kill. All right, Maria, I have three boosties here. Okay. I have two draft boosties and a collector (gasps) collector boostie. Um, We're going to play Cast, Reanimate, Kill. Okay. We're going to play Mad Libs. Yeah. What your pick for Cast, Reanimate, Kill? Okay, oh, that's going to be a tough one because I might be swayed by the art in the collector booster, you know? Do you know what? I think we should do collector booster. All right, boosty. collector Let's boosty, cast, yeah. reanimate, kill. This is Phyrexia All Be One collector booster. Um, oh, gosh, they're so good. Collector oh, boosters. <laughs> they get me every time. <laughs> Here we go. So you're going to pick, are you going to pick three randoms? Yeah, we'll pick three random cards. Okay. Uh, Here we go. Here's one. All right. Uh, ooh, we've got Venerated Rot Priest. Oh, my new favorite standard yeah, friend. Yeah, very good. Shieldred's Edict. Okay. Um, and, ooh, Rustvine Cultivator with the really nice Icker art. Should I get us another creature instead of the Edict? Yeah, because yeah. we can't really <gasps> reanimate Kaya that. Kaya Intangible Slayer. Wow. Wow. With this. Oh, with the. With yeah. the oh. This is beautiful. The Junji Ito art. Yeah. Um, oh, it's okay. really good. Wow, okay, so Venerated Rot Priest is the one two with Toxic One, and it adds poison counters whenever something is targeted. Yeah. Um, Rustvine Cultivator is the little single green common. for It's a one two. Uh, you can put an oil counter on it or remove an oil counter to untap target land. And then, of course, Kaya Intangible Slayer. This is our very expensive uh, seven mana Planeswalker, but she has Hexproof and lots of nice abilities. That is Everybody, and look this, at this. And the art in this is gorgeous. It's this one. It's really yeah. cool. Okay, what are you casting? What are okay. you reanimating? What are you killing? I have my answer. I have my answer also. Okay, I bet. I wonder if it's the same. All right. 
I am casting venerated rot priest. Yep. Same. Because I literally did that this past weekend. <laughs> uh, it is a single green mana. Uh, it is a perfect Absolutely. one drop and then it's a one, two. And even when they remove it, it gives them a poison counter. It is furthering your game plan. Poison counter on the way out the door. Exactly. Boom. Love so it. So good. Um, um, all right. All right. I, I am reanimating Kaya and yes! Tangible Slayer. Yes. Let's reanimate a Planeswalker. All right. She's so expensive. So we're just going to say, do you know what? We're going to find a way to put her in the bin and then put her back on the, on Absolutely. the battlefield. Absolutely. Kaya's, Kaya's in reanimation. Yep. Uh, and then we're killing this Rustvine Cultivator. Kill the Rustvine Cultivator. Don't care it's, about that card. It's nice in draft. It's a good draft card. But also, why am I killing it? Like, I'm really kind of wasting my removal. Yeah, spell. you really are. <laughs> we'll say I'm um, your chump blocking with it. Killing can mean any number of ways that you're killing it. You're going to chump block with it. Okay, great. Well, that venerated so sweet priest. Sweet pulls in that I first know. three right there. Uh, all right, here we go. Ooh, a thrumming bird. It's a foil of the uh, Icker, Icker art. Art. Really cool. Let's see here. Uh, Tamiyo's a mobilizer, which we'll put to the side. Mm. Ooh, the fair basilica. Also foil. Um, the monumental facade. Extended borderless. art. Yeah. Borderless. All right, <laughs> let's keep going. You need a creature. Planar disruption. Not nope, a creature. Not, not, not a yet. creature. Uh, all right, this one. Ooh, another thrumming bird. Oh, it's the Phyrexian step and <gasps> repeat. Oh, my Look goodness. at it. So we have one that's normal foil and, and, and one, one that's step and repeat. Like the, with the Phyrexian symbol on it, everybody. All right. Ooh, and then we have Axiom Engraver just in foil. I don't. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, I've got mine. Hmm. Hold on. Um. Okay. Got it. All right. Um, I am casting the step and repeat thrumming. Bird. Yes, absolutely. Of course we are. It is like, it's so good. Like the top, like, like the coating almost looks like liquid. on. That's it, what I'm know? saying. The coating on this. Now this is a normal foil and that's yeah. a Phyrexian foil. It's like so it's, glassy. It's different. Yes. Does it feel like they weigh different amounts in your hand? I was wondering about that. Wow. Okay. Let's see. Like, does this feel heavier? I think it does. Because of the Do you coating. Want to try? Yeah, maybe I'm imagining it, but I really think it, that it does. It yeah. feels more substantial. Yeah. I I would not be mad if this was the foiling on all foils like no. like this. It's so it's so glossy. Um yeah, so I'm casting that one too. Um I am reanimating. Oh, wait, no, you tell me what you're reanimating. I'm going to reanimate the Axiom Engraver. I agree. Because it has an enter the battlefield ability. Yeah. Um it's just nice. It gets two oil counters um and you can tap it remove an oil counter to discard a card and draw a card. Yeah. It's just nice. It's also a good blocker in this format. It like is. in the limited format yeah. that it's in. Having a nice one, three on turn two is actually pretty solid. I'm here for it. Um, and you need to either be hitting your lands or not like you need to be both hitting your lands and not flooding. And it's going to help you do those things. And then of course we're killing the, the worst thrumming bird. <laughs> killing the other thrumming yep. bird. Don't care you about know? that one. Sorry, buddy. We want our special shiny foily foil. Yep. Other thrumming bird. Get out. Wow, I was going to see if we had three more creatures, but in these five cards, we have no more creatures. Um, we have our rebel token. We have a foil borderless copper line gorge, Ooh. which is very gorgeous. A borderless glistening sphere, a foil mountain, and a meldweb strider. Wow, you got some good stuff in here. I do like this yeah. thrumming bird, but uh, the Kaya is kind of the set piece, I would say. Yeah, the Kaya that is this um, Junji Ito art is really gorgeous. Beautiful. All right, fam, it's time for some Flavor Text Theater Mad Libs. All right, Maria. Yes. Uh, we're going to get started. Great. I need um, a person. Uh, Mark Rosewater. All right. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior. Um, a noun. Um, <laughs> electric bike. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. Um, an adjective. Um, barely. <laughs> barely there. <laughs> um, a verb. Um, verb. Stinking. Like you're ad ad actively stinking. <laughs> yep. Um, another person. Another person would have to be Pro Tour Champion Reed Duke. <laughs> I'm going to write Pro Tour Champion yeah. Reed Duke. <laughs> I mean, we've got to use him. He just won the PT. Um, and uh, a place. A place. Um, a, a toilet on Phyrexia. <laughs> like a like a porta potty. A Phyrexian porta potty. Okay. <laughs> we got there. I just needed to clarify it in my own brain that that's yep. what I was thinking of. Phyrexian uh, porta potty. All right. Are you ready for your first? Yeah. Are my you first ready for flavor your first text. flavor text? Okay. 
This is Nahiri's sacrifice. The original says, Nahiri's last free breath became a defiant roar as she tore apart Shieldred's Coliseum. Oh, no. (laughs) Mark Rosewater's last free electric bike (laughs) became became a barely there roar (laughs) as he stuck as he stunk up <laughs> are you trying to use stinking as my verb as he stunk apart read pro tour champion reduce Phyrexian body. <laughs> mark you're telling me mark rose are stunk apart reduce Phyrexian porta potty yes <laughs> you heard it here first <laughs> stunk upon did you st- did you, Wait, did you stunk stink up- apart that porta <laughs> You can certainly say people have stunk apart a porta potty. I think that is just a normal way to phrase it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. All right, Maria, okay. hit me. Uh, all right. I need a verb. Ooh. Um. C- cannibalizing. Ooh. Cannibalize. And another verb. Um. Retaliate. Retaliating. I'm just going to put them in the uh, yeah. same tense. Um, no. Now I need a person. Um, Santa Claus. Santa. <laughs> All right, everybody. This is Whisper of the Dross. Uh, live or die, you serve the steel sayings now. Now reads, cannibalizing or retaliating, you serve the Santa Claus now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if there's two things Santa Claus does... It's cannibalize and retaliate. You're telling me Santa Claus and the whole grudge? Yeah, right. There's of a naughty and a nice does. list. Oh, that man is all about holding grudges. That man is a grudge holder extraordinaire. Perhaps the most petty of the gods that serve us. <laughs> um. All right. Okay. Here we go. I need a, a name. Um. Okay. Name. 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 Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> Wow. I don't know why, why that, ca- you know, it's so funny. It's like, where was that sitting in my brain? Yeah. And that's just what r- rattled out. <laughs> um, a noun. Um, this is a person, place, or thing. So yes. I'm going to choose one of those recorders you play in elementary school. <laughs> um, elementary school <laughs> you know, recorder. Like, yep. Another noun. <laughs> Baby teeth. Ooh. Um, and an adjective. Mm, particularly pungent. <laughs> That ends in L-Y, right? <clears throat> no, wait, that's an adverb. What did you say? Oh, an that's ed- okay. No, that, that works. That works, actually. Yeah, okay. it does work. Um, particularly is an adverb, but yeah, pungent Pungent. Is, yeah. Um, all right. This is the Fair Basilica. Ooh, nice. In Elish Norn's domain, the gospel of unity is the highest law. Ooh. In Melissa Etheridge's <laughs> elementary school recorder... <laughs> The gospel of baby teeth is the particularly pungent law. <laughs> that is horrifying. Really disgusting. The gospel of, of baby, baby teeth. teeth. <laughs> Let it be known, the gospel of baby teeth was read aloud on Good Luck High 5, episode 529. All right, up next, Megan, I yeah. need um, a noun, like a, like, you know, a part of the body. Oh, a part of the body. Um, <laughs> um, just you know, like just like really messed up knuckles. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I need a verb. Tanking. Tank. I'm gonna say tanks. Yeah. I don't know how to say it. that's present tense verb. Uh, adjective. Um. Ooh. Um. <laughs> slippery in a disconcerting way. Ah, uh, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a non-disconcerting way, but you know. Yeah, but like slippery in like a really <laughs> disconcerting way. <laughs> now I need an, uh, a, a plural noun. Ooh, um, um, marching bands. Ooh, yeah, marching bands. And then um, a, another person. Um, ooh, Tom Cruise pre-Scientology. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. This is Mandible Justiceer. However you say that. While one mouth feeds, the other chatters mindless peons of Elish Pans. How do you say that? Of Elish Norn's glory. Oh. We've updated this flavor text. Now read, while one messed up knuckle feeds, <laughs> the other tanks slippery in a disconcerting way marching bands of Tom Cruise pre-Scientology's glory. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> weird. That's a weird one. A weird one. But a messed up knuckle feeding is an image I'll go to sleep thinking about tonight. <laughs> that in the gospel of baby teeth. And the gospel Praise be upon them all. Baby mouth. teeth. Uh, um, okay. Uh, last one. Here we go. Uh, for, for me. Yeah. Um, what is, I need another name. Another name. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stick in the magic universe here. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to Google what that new Gandalf art they showed off. <laughs> okay. New, I'm going to say new magic Gandalf. New magic Gandalf. Yeah. Um, a noun. Noun. Um, uh, um, uh, oh, uh, night cheese. <laughs> night, night cheese. Um, another name. Uh, another name would ha- just have to, well, we talked a lot about Teferi, so, you know, Teferi. Teferi. Um, an item. Ooh, Teferi's panties. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Boxes or briefs for Teferi? Boxer briefs is obviously the correct answer. Yes. Yeah. Um, a verb. Verb. Um, uh, uh cunningly. <laughs> Wait. With no, cun- that's a with verb. With cunning. The, to I, cun. A verb and... <laughs> And action. <laughs> kneecaps. Kneecapping. No. Okay. You know, like your kneecap. Yes. <laughs> yes. We did arrive at a verb eventually. To cun. Um, and a what, noun. What verb would that be? Someone I don't want to know. Um, scheme. <laughs> scheme. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. A noun. Uh, French kiss. <laughs> kind of also a verb. Um. All right. Uh, this is bring the ending. Okay. Kaya watched in horror as the illusion vanished from her hands. Jace held the real Silex and had activated <gasps> it before Phyresis claimed his mind. Oh. Well, sto- spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> New magic Gandalf watched in horror as the night cheese vanished from <laughs> vanished from his hands. Teferi held the real Teferi's panty. <laughs> And had kneecapped them before French Kiss claimed his mind. <laughs> Teferi held the real Teferi's panties? My God, what's going on wow. in magic these days? Time travel is just getting <laughs> just, too weird. See, this is what could happen, Paradox, where you're holding your own panties. Where you're holding your own real panties. <laughs> all right, I need another person from you. Um. All right, uh, let's... <laughs> Um, let's, let's go with Gideon's ghost. Oh yeah. <laughs> the ghost of Gideon. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, verb. Um, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll say haunted. Haunt. 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 An adjective. Um, hmm. A, uh, oh my goodness. A, why can I not think of an what adjective? What word I, I, to cunt. I don't know. <laughs> Is that what you <laughs> glorious, glorious, gloriously? Okay, uh, name of just you know somebody's name, um, or somebody we know, and you know, uh, Sea Biscuit. Sea- Wait, no, the oh, Black Stallion. The Black Stallion. Uh, and what what's a job title? Ooh, um, that you one might have. Yeah, um, you know, a poop scooper. Poop scooper. Yeah. This is the card Lattice Blade Mantis, which previously until now has read, Urabrask doesn't think big enough. Glissa, Sunslayer, attributed to Glissa. Uh, It now reads, the ghost of Gideon doesn't haunt gloriously enough. The Black Stallion, Poop Scooper. (laughs) Wow, the Black Stallion, a Poop Scooper is saying, you don't haunt gloriously enough? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. If Things must be real bad. Haunt gloriously and yes. praise the baby teeth. <laughs> Amen. Also, I'm really sorry for how we besmir- besmirched Mark Rosewater's name. Because he just stank up Reed Duke's Phyrexian <laughs> porta potty. He, he so stunk much. apart. <laughs> stunk up. Yeah, stunk, stunk apart. Stunk apart. Reed Duke's Phyrexian porta potty. <laughs> phrase we don't have in english to stink something apart but it just like really works it does seem you know like, what i mean yes, it is like a real phrase <laughs> oh man he really stunk the place apart <laughs> we say stunk it up but i think apart makes so much more sense yeah so in if you know a language where apart is used yes. instead of up in this stink it apart let me know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. 
Thank you for joining us on spring break. Hopefully like us, you got some much needed laughs. Yeah, absolutely. I feel better. I don't feel great, but But, I feel better. Yeah, it's been it's been a snowy time out here. So Um, snowy. Next week, we're very excited because the show is going to be about the previews we're going to see from the new Lord of the Rings set. That's right, because we get a first look tomorrow. So we'll be talking all about today. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. There were some previews posted um, previously, but the kickoff video Starts at noon central. Yeah, very exciting. Um, today, uh, if you're listening to this on a podcast debut, so yeah. very excited to see what's in store for us there. We got to look at the One Ring already. Mm-hmm. We saw some Gandalf cards and art. We saw the full art basic lands. Yeah, which are really cool. Um, you can check out our episode of the Upkeep if you didn't see any of that. Check it out. It's in the whatever, you know, you know where to find it. You know, search the upkeep in your podcast app. Um, thank you once again to everybody yeah. who supports us on patreon.com slash Magic. Thank you again to Chris. Chris, this one was for you. Sorry, or you're welcome. Yes. Which part was yours? Let us know on the Discord server. I really hope it's Nahiri's sacrifice flavor text. <laughs> but that's just it's my personal good. hope. You get, to pick, you get to pick for yourself. Yeah, you, can, you get to pick. <laughs> Uh, join us to get the episode dedicated to you before our next one. We'd love to have you join us. Uh, we've yeah. got Card Kingdom as a thank you once again to them for being a great sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I almost forgot to say this up top. Um, this week on Wednesday, we're going to release uh, the episode of Desk After Dark, episode number two Ooh. about Pro Tour Phyrexia. Cute. That's where me and Monty Davuti talk about the Pro Tour and get into the nitty gritty about production and that kind of things. Because yeah. we did a bunch of stuff different this past Pro Tour, including rotating the view of the cameras. We uh, had no downtime during games. There's no shuffling, yeah. that kind of thing. So if you want to hear about all that, if you're a wonk for production or want to hear about competitive magic play, that was Pro Tour Phyrexia. Yeah. Here's answer some of your questions. Check that out. It'll be in this podcast feed uh, tomorrow, Wednesday Sick. of this week of the 13th. So check that out. It's just another thing we offer here at Good Luck High Five, you know? So what a smorgasbord we are. For you. So I hope you finished your ear daiquiri and that you're feeling pretty good and ready to dance. Let's go. Let's go party. Let's go break, break apart a porta potty. <laughs> oh, I can't get over stunk apart. <laughs> stunk apart is so good. Apart. <laughs>